Hey guys, I'm Elijah. I'm the media director here at Lazy Mountain Bible Church, and today I'm going to be talking about truth. Truth is kind of a weighty topic, uh, especially in today's culture, society, like anywhere you go. Um, I feel like it's something people aren't super seeking after in just the modern world. There's this concept now that you may have heard of um, called living your own truth, right? And that kind of devalues the word truth, right? Because now we are in control of um, our understanding of the world. What is truth? Um, the dictionary defines truth as that which is true in accordance with fact or reality. Okay, so the idea of living your own truth, being within your own truth, you're creating now your own reality. Each person is now, the reality of the world is based on their own understanding of the world, right? Does that make sense? Like, think about that. Like, each person controls the reality they live in. Yikes, that's a scary thought. That cannot coexist. That doesn't work. And so I think a lot of times we're seeking after this thing, this understanding of something, and to live our own way of understanding when that's not the way God designed us to do it. Um, and that's not really the way the world works, just like in reality in general. One example I can think of of a place where truth is sought after super intentionally is a university, right? It's this place where studies are happening, where research is going on, where students are coming to faculty, people who have been digging into this stuff for years to discover what is true about the subject I'm studying. I did four years at a secular university, um, which is one of the best experiences of my life, honestly, um, even though it's super counterculture to what I believe, it's really interesting because it gives you an understanding of what people are after and how you can communicate through that. Um, and so what I'm seeing is I'm seeing all these people trying to figure out these really deep, intense subjects like ethics. I was a social science major, so psychology specifically, so I'm looking at people who are studying ethics, justice, psychology, social work, just these crazy huge concepts that we maybe can't really wrap our minds around because God didn't necessarily create us to develop truth because the truth is in him, and the truth is specifically in his son, Jesus Christ. So let's look at the verse today. So we're in Ephesians chapter 6, and it's talking about the spiritual armor, which is this way of kind of visualizing and describing, utilizing, not even utilizing, but how our relationships with God prepare us to live in the world. Um, and the first item on this list, I don't think this is insignificant, the first item is truth, the belt of truth. And we're not talking about a belt here that's just like holding up your pants. I mean, I'm skinny, 28 inch waist. I've been wearing belts since I was like four, honestly. Like when drawstrings went away, the belts came on, right? But that's not what this is talking about. This is talking about a belt that went kind of around your core and it was a method of protection, but it also held the whole, whole under armor together. And so it's this fundamental piece without which the rest of the armor wouldn't function properly. So this is the baseline understanding. This is the foundation of how we as Christians are supposed to go about understanding the world and girding ourselves to enter it and maybe protect against it to some extent. So what does this look like? Well, we're given several practical examples in the Bible and just the book of John as a whole gives us several of these. I'm gonna dig into a couple of them today. The first thing I think we really need to understand is what is truth? Where does it come from? Um, think about this. Think about the creation of the earth, right? God creates the earth. Man defies God. Man goes out on their own in search of truth, uh, the understanding of good and evil, really. Righteousness, like sin becomes a thing. We're, we're battling this, this thing where we're trying to put it together on our own versus the truth, which is God and the creation of the world. Well, that fails. Our attempts to righteousness aren't going well. Our reconciliation isn't happening. 
and to reconcile the relationship with and to reconcile the relationship with us, God sends his son Jesus. The Israelites for years have been hungering after this truth, right? They've been seeking it on their own and they've been hearing they that's been not working for the record. It doesn't work. They're not able to find this on their own, but they're hearing from prophets. They're getting words from God to tell them that someone is coming, a Messiah is coming, and he will lead the way, and he is the truth that they're searching for, this answer that no one can find. Jesus says this so perfectly in John 14, verse 6. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me. So he is the way, this path to reconciliation. And in him is the truth that the Israelites have been searching for. In him is the truth that we are searching for. This hunger we have to figure out what is our purpose in life, right? Where do we go? What are we doing? Why are we here? What is our, all of these are found in God and it all starts with Jesus. Okay, so now we understand that the truth is Jesus, right? The truth is all found in God. Our understanding of the world is found in God and Jesus is the way to the Father. And then what is the outcome of us finding truth? What is the outcome of us seeking truth? I love this verse in John chapter 8, which says it just perfectly. John 8, 31 and 32 say, Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I wish I could teach you more in I had way more than five minutes. I don't have enough time to dig into discipleship, right? But there's this role we've been given to go and make disciples, to learn and to teach and to grow with one another. Now, what does this look like practically, right? How do we apply this truth and what are we supposed to do to grow in it and to find this freedom and to be, what do we do with this, right? This is a hefty thing. Ephesians 4 says it really well. He gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, Jesus, who is the truth, right? To a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, carried away with every wind of doctrine by trickery of men, in cunning and craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, that we may grow in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Our goal is simple, to become more Christ-like to follow Jesus, who points us straight back to God the Father, and to grow in unity with one another under that umbrella. The truth is found in Him. And if we're really trying to find a way to gird ourselves and prepare ourselves to, to battle this world, to be a part of this world, to bring people back to God, we have to understand the truth, and it's all found in His Word. In the beginning, the Word was God, and the Word was with God, right? The Bible is God's Word, and it is truly what leads us to an understanding of truth in Him. I hope you're encouraging each other. I hope you're encouraging your kids, your siblings, your friends, people around you to grow in this truth and to earnestly seek God's word every single day. 